This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashrins, and this is our latest look at the Minnesota Twins. I'm joined, as I am each week, by Rhett Bollinger. And Rhett, um, we're kind of looking ahead to 2017 here. Obviously, 2016, you kind of want to flush that one down the toilet uh, from a Twins perspective. It was a rough one. Um, did not take the, the strides they hoped to take. But uh, big change in the front office. And then uh, a move right away to, to shore up the catching spot with Jason Castro. And now we're kind of in this transition period with the roster. Um, you know, been a lot of, uh, lot of uh, speculation out there about what might be ahead with Brian Dozier. Of course, the Dodgers line up as a, maybe a perfect trade partner. Um, and we've seen Jose De Leon's name floated as a potential trade candidate. If such a deal were to go down, kind of just what the doctor ordered as far as what the, the Twins need for the long term is some controllable pitching with, with high upside, and that's what De Leon is. But um, what, what are your expectations, uh, first of all, on the Dozier front? Do you think this is something that uh, has a lot of legs to it? I do. I think at this point it's becoming more and more likely that it will happen. Uh, it doesn't mean that it has to happen, but I do think at this point uh, it's getting more and more toward that um, you know, scenario happening, especially with the Dodgers kind of being, they said, the most likely team. But the De Leon's potential you know, ace pitcher, some of the Twins would definitely cut it. A guy, I think, struck out more than 11 batters per nine innings uh, in the minor leagues. Uh, they obviously have a couple other you know, top prospects as well. They could fit in there. I'm sure the Twins would probably want at least you know, three guys as part of a package for Dozier. Uh, Dozier has two more years left on his deal, and as we know, you know, hit 42 home runs last year. Only $50 million left on that deal. So certainly a team-friendly deal. Um, the hard mm-hmm. thing, I think, is just trying to find other takers at the moment, in a sense. You know, only other team we've really seen as a possibility has been the Yankees. But even they, Brian Cashman, kind of shot that down as a possibility. They obviously already have Sarlon Castro at second base. A lot of the contenders already have a second baseman. So I think unless, you know, yeah. Dodgers willing to switch to third base, it's going to be tough to find another team that really matches up. Certainly you could look at teams, maybe the Phillies being a second baseman. But, you know, those type of teams that they really – you know, looking to compete in the next two years, that's kind of the, the thing. You're trying to find that team that, A, is going all in to win right now over the next few seasons because that's all they'll have Dozier for, um, and also has the young pitching to pull off the trade. Obviously, you know, the Angels are a team maybe has been mentioned as a team that needs a second baseman, although they traded for Espinosa. So same thing. It kind of a lot of these candidates are kind of getting whittled down. So to me, I think at some point, I think if anything, they're probably just haggling over what the pieces are going to be maybe around De Leon with the Dodgers. Um, I think that's what makes the most sense. The, the Twins could obviously hang on to Dozier. Uh, he's a big part of that team and a huge part of that clubhouse and could be traded at the trade deadline. He still has a year and a half, you know, if he retraded at the deadline. So it doesn't mean it has to happen, but I think at this point it just makes too much sense with the Dodgers needing a second baseman and having the prospects to pull off the deal for it not to be a matchup at some point this offseason. Yeah, it's it's one of those where uh, it's certainly speculated in day one of a hot stove season, and a lot of times speculation is just that. But it, it certainly makes a ton of sense, I'd say, for both sides, and it's you know, as emotionally difficult as it would be, uh, you know, from a marketing perspective, from a, uh, you know, again, from an emotional perspective to trade Dozier, I think it just makes so much sense for this franchise because 
he can bring back the kind of pieces. I mean, his value might never be higher than it is at this moment. So uh, we'll see what the future holds there. Anything else uh, brewing on the Twins front in this hot stove season? I think the big thing for them is going to be trying to get, you know, start, starting pitching, I think. I think we'll see what happens with the Dozier trade. Obviously, they could bring them someone like Bailey Owen. Uh, Irvin Santana's name has been floated out there a little bit as well. I'm a little bit more bullish that'll actually happen. I don't think it's going to happen in a sense. Um, I think that talking to, you know, people in the front office, especially even during the season, they weren't very, you know, enticed by wanting to trade him just because they knew that he was kind of uh, the one, you know, the one starting pitcher last year who was, you know, consistent for them, uh, had a great year. He still has two years left on his deal as well. Um, so I, I think that they kind of see him still kind of as that rotation anchor, but they'll certainly listen. I think the big thing, like, you know, Falvey said is, They'll listen on anybody. I mean, even prospects, anybody they'll listen on. Uh, they're definitely open-minded, especially as a new front office. Um, but I think, you know, Santana certainly will you know, draw some interest. But I think at this point with the Twins looking for starting pitching more than anything to improve that starting pitching, I think they'll probably hold on to him. And like I said, I think at this point, Dodger's still kind of the main name you keep hearing and kind of has really dominated this uh, offseason for the Twins so far. Uh, I know the, the Twins added uh, Justin Haley in the Rule 5 draft. Um, you know, speaking of the search for starters. And, and generally, if, if a guy sticks from the Rule 5 draft, it's more commonly in the bullpen. Um, but do you see Haley getting a chance to uh, to remain stretched out? He, he was a starter in a, in the minor leagues last year. I think he'll get a chance to get stretched out. As you said, he did start last year in the minor leagues. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's always easier to have a guy come into spring training ready to start than vice versa, just because, you know, you can always have him come in ready to start, have him stretched out early, and then convert him to, you know, bullpen if he has to rather than have him come in as a reliever and it's hard to get, you know, obviously worked up as a starter, you know, and kind of get your know, pitches built up and everything that way. So I think they'll have him come into camp as a starter. Realistically, he probably doesn't have much of a chance to really be a starting coming out of opening day. But I do think, he'll, you know, if he obviously if he pitches well in spring training, he'll have every chance to make the team uh, as more of a long reliever and potentially maybe even a spot starter when needed. Um, we've seen the Twins do this kind of thing in the past with guys like J.R. Graham, uh, and Ryan Presley made the team uh, and stuck the whole year, and, and Presley now has become a you know a pretty big part of this bullpen. So, um, and last week we saw guys you know be a genie, had a great year in Toronto. Um, we've seen a lot of you know Rule Five guys stick and actually become a big part of that you know bullpen. So, um, it's a smart move for the Twins to make that trade as a number one and kind of a little creative way they ended up acquiring him. But um, I do think that he's got a good shot to make the team. But I do think that as a starter, probably not. Uh, Rhett, one last thing I want to touch on. When we think about 2017, one guy who will be a focal point, not unlike 2016, is Byron Buxton. In 2016, he didn't go as planned, but he did finish the season strong. And uh, I found it interesting late in the year, and you wrote about this, he was named to our all-stat-cat team, which I know is not uh, quite as uh, big an honor as like an all-star team, uh, but it's certainly uh, the, the stat-cat system helps us understand uh, you know, where Buxton's talents lie, and, and it, it kind of highlights him as a true five-tool talent. Um, so, again, it, th- th- this guy has all the makeup a, of a star in this game. I think maybe we started to see the seeds of that uh, in September. But, uh, you know, you wrote that, you wrote that story about him uh, being named the all-stat-cast team. What you come away with? Yeah, the big thing with him, as he said, is he's definitely a five-tool prospect in a sense. He hasn't really put together that hit tool yet, or really even a power tool other than obviously that last month here in the majors. Um, but as you said, as a stat cast star, I mean, the guy has every tool he possibly could have. I mean, the guy was throwing, you know, 99 miles per hour from the outfield. You know, he, he has that power. I mean, he has legitimate power. He hasn't really translated the game outside of that last month. Um, but that speed, as we know, too, is just incredible. I mean, some of those catches he made and, and running around the bases to get to, you know, fastest stat cast time ever to home. Uh, you know, he's reaches 22 miles per hour as well in the bases and in the field. Um, so to him, to the team, sorry, he's, 
he's definitely their most important player going forward just because he's the one guy in the organization who can really do it all. Um, and it's such a rare thing to have a player who can be that, you know, do everything center fielder, who can hit for power, who can have that kind of speed. I mean, it's so rare to have, not that he's ever going to be to that level of Mike Trout, but, you know, Andrew McCutcheon type player, you know, one of these guys that, you know, is kind of the leader of the team and also, you know, can do, can do all, you know, five tools here. I think Buxton can be that guy, and I think September certainly was kind of a taste of what could come. Because um, as we know, we talked about a lot, he really struggled there uh, with the strikeouts and everything else uh, in his first couple go-rounds in the majors. And sure enough, you know, came up September 1st in that last you know, 29 games, what he had nine home runs, and obviously showed off his speed with a lot of doubles and triples as well and stolen bases. Um, so if he can kind of get going and become that leadoff hitter top of the lineup and kind of do that, you know, do-everything guy, it would be a lot to set this team kind of, you know, sort of faster trajectory in terms of getting back to being a competitive team. So uh, the tools are certainly there, and it's certainly fun to watch, and I can't wait to continue to, you know, see what he does with uh, all the stack guy stuff we can measure now because he certainly is a stack cast uh, all-star for sure. All right, there you have it, the latest word from Rhett. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.